Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin. Forget about magic shaving clippers. We deserve better products that work better for us. So check out GetBevel.com today and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com and use code The Read to get 20% off your first month. It's time for a better shave with Bevel and The Read. And now let's get the show started. When you said, I'm going to try something new this week, I didn't know what to expect. But my nigga, that sounds like the Flintstones call at work when, when Fred and them be having to go to work and that thing. Okay, well. You know what I'm talking about. I feel better about that one. I'm glad you do. So. Welcome to the read. Who are you this week? We haven't done that in a while, have we? introduced ourselves yeah have we done fake names and all that i, I feel, feel like, like it's been forever skipped that for a while i don't know maybe we should bring that back well some other day today i have decided that i am okay. going to be nope nothing all right i don't have it <laughs> um i'll be mariah carey just because i feel like it well, then I will be Diana Ross. All right. I see it. Conan! <laughs> you know, I like that part of the song. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, this is the read. It is. Another week. Hey, y'all. I think that 420 just caught up with me today. Okay. I was like, what is wrong with you? You just, <laughs> like, you're not focused at all today. Something weird is happening. So... This week in Black Excellence, there's been a bunch of people sending me um, messages about this young girl, and it's very exciting for me for two reasons. A, because it has a lot to do with comic books, and B, it has a whole bunch to do with being black and proud. Okay. Natalie McGriff, McGriff, is seven years old and from Florida, but don't worry, it gets better. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> was that your message to her because florida good lord no i understand and jacksonville of all places i mean oklahoma i literally grew up in tulsa so but natalie is seven years old and was a part of well i'm not even sure if she's from jacksonville i think that maybe this thing is just in jacksonville but it's a festival called one spark it's a crowdfunding festival and i guess lots of people who've got different like uh, companies or whatever like things that they're starting up Mm-hmm. put in like a certain amount of money as an entrance fee and then all of the attendees choose like where the money should go so this seven-year-old girl natalie uh created a comic book called the adventures of moxie girl which is about a black girl who hates her hair until she uses a magical shampoo that gives her hair uh superpowers and then she stops a bunch of monsters from eating the, uh, like, the library or eating the books in the library. So, basically, That's so cute. her <laughs> mission in life is to save um, and protect words and literacy. And What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so she thinks she me. Amen. So, the comic book is basically about a little black girl who with magical hair that stops people from... Oh, my God. I love this. Illiterate. What is it called? The Adventures of Moxie Girl. That's adorable. Um, Natalie's mother, Angie Nixon said that she helped Natalie write the book because she noticed that her daughter was having self-esteem issues regarding her hair. She didn't like to read. 
So she kind of got her into this whole comic book superhero scene. And now she loves her hair. That's like the character has different color hair. And she like went as the character. Because obviously it's a little black girl. Yeah. It's just like her, which is also awesome. So Aww, they won cute. like $16,000 towards the comic book. So I thought that, that was Work. really, really cool. Oh, um, I love that. So thanks for sharing that story with me, people. Congratulations, little mama. Now we get to the horrible shit. So, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, is there anything positive? Let me just skim over what I've got this I was going to say, how bad can it really be, though? Oof. I mean, Have I just not been paying attention to these? Silly <laughs> Like, do- I mean, but am I just like, I feel like I have no idea what these people have. Bitch, you got God it! damn you! Oh my God, I swear. Okay, so that was the last one. No more. So okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Chris said I don't have to do the show. I'm going to fuck home. No, you will not. Are you sure? Yes. Because we have a job to do. Professionalism. Right now. God damn it. I just don't have to take this. Beast? Like, How dare no, you? No, that's not going to work this week. You promised me. I didn't promise anything. You did, actually. To be fair. No, but I'm actually no. finished like that. No, no that was the no, last one. No, I don't care. I don't have any more in me. You can rest assured that I will be waiting for the moment to get your ass back. Like, it's coming. You will have no idea when and where, but I'm getting your ass back for this shit. Okay. Just so you know, friend, it's on. I mean, I don't feel like just, that's necessary. <laughs> I mean, it, no, it absolutely is because you promised me. Like, you have done I don't this to remember me. promising No, it's anything. okay. I know you don't. You probably don't remember what happened two hours ago, but that doesn't mean it didn't happen. It's fine. We can move on to the hot topics. Just know I'm getting your ass back. Okay. That feels... Um Correct. That feels extreme. No, no. I, I think it feel, it doesn't feel just. It seems to me like it's fair. Mm, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Technically, this isn't my fault because I wanted to stop doing this a long time ago. And everyone at home said that I should just keep doing it. So and you I've do what the threat, listeners tell you to do? threats. <laughs> okay, so now whatever the listeners say, do, no, that's what you do. I'm just trying to keep the people happy. Okay. All right. No, it's fine. I understand that. So, just know. This week, Waka Flocka is running for president. No, that's not real life. That's not for real. I don't know why this is happening, but Waka Flocka, I guess, this looks like a Rolling Stone interview. You're not being for real right now. I, why would I just randomly say that Waka Flocka is running? Like for he's re- like he came out and said he was running for president. He of America is on Rolling Stone smoking, and he filled out the the documentation, the application. <laughs> he walked around New York City yesterday trying to get the signatures so that he could be on the ballot. He has tweeted say that saying that he's dead ass serious. Waka Flocka is high as fuck, and Waka Flocka is just running has for some president. Spare time, <laughs> wow! And has decided just to troll everyone. I don't know if this is like his way of saying "fuck you" to that bitch that tried him on that show. Nancy, uh, Nancy Grace. 
No, it wasn't Nancy Grace. Oh, who was, was it? Was it Nancy Grace? Yeah, no, Nancy went Grace off. went off. Went Nancy Grace tried it with two chains. Oh, two chains. I'm okay. talking about that lady <laughs> who was talking about Waka Flocka didn't want to do the show at SAE anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I don't know who that was. Either way, he has said things like <laughs> weed being obviously illegal. Well, okay. Um, let's just skip over that part because, good lord, this came out on 420. I think, or this was to celebrate 420. I don't know. Hmm. He also said, first thing I'll stop as president is dogs coming in restaurants. <laughs> I don't want to see no fucking animal in the restaurant ever again. This man has my motherfucking vote. <laughs> he also said, anybody that got feet over size 13 can't walk in public. They had to take trains, cabs, and buses. I don't want to see your big ass feet taking up all the space on the concrete. <laughs> okay. Walking flogging is high as shit. Students need to know his lyrics. He said, um,. He's going to raise minimum wage. He said, I feel like all fast food restaurants should be paying $15 an hour since In-N-Out Burger is doing it. Because In-N-Out Burger is a great fucking idea. He also discusses <laughs> women's rights and uh, Congress. Okay. So, all right. What does Waka Flocka know, honestly, about... I mean, I'm not trying to say that this man is stupid or anything, but if he really wants people to take him seriously, he cannot be... For real, talking about no more dogs coming into restaurants and no people with feet bigger than a 13. Like, nigga, what? He's certainly trolling. Like, I, and it's fine. It's, I don't even know how to feel about it. Because on one hand, it's like, okay, like, please don't give these ignorant ass racists no ammunition. But then on the other hand, it's just like, fuck them. Like, I know you joking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, even if you're doing all of this stuff or whatever, like, unless he really thinks he's going to be... Pro- he can't possibly. He can't. You know what I'm saying? No. He's fucking around, and it's funny. I don't care. And plus, Deb is his mama. I Deb Bentley is his mama, and she, I just... I just want to make biscuits with her. I don't think it's anything like embarrassing about it. I just don't get it. Like, what's the fucking point? Like, why even put the effort into doing this shit? That's what I don't understand. Because he probably thinks it's funny and he's high as fuck. And he thought it would be like a really cool sketch to be walking. I mean, it's clear that he's fucking around. He just went to the extreme lengths of like signing paper. And then like his signature on the paper was like WF. But like. But that's not. In every scratch of chicken like it wasn't even it was so horrible okay so nobody's taking this seriously then no one i want to get to the level where you could just be just rich as fuck and high as shit and do something this ridiculous and nobody who knows you tries to stop you like everybody you know all your families and friends they all let this shit go unchecked like nobody was like my nigga this is a terrible idea um okay the judge says there will be no deadbeat mama for sherry shepherd no that didn't work i was trying to okay um <laughs> i don't basically sherry shepherd i don't know if we talked about this on the show i think maybe we did like she... i know we did it a live show i don't know if we talked about it on this show perhaps but the story goes um very quickly sherry shepherd um who Dustin and I had a very deep conversation on Twitter about today. Uh, the various things that she's shaped as. Um, Y'all are just... She's I'm, shaped <laughs> like uh, a cheese doodle. He said, like the Bronx. Um, I said, kind of like... The Bronx. What is the arch arc in St. Louis called? Uh, the, I don't know. I just thought it was called the... The Men's West Swing. I don't... Whatever it is. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
<laughs> Bitch is not the Midwest way. The getaway art. I've actually been there Great before, and I do not remember the name of it. Great way. Whatever, I don't remember. Maybe the gateway. Anyway, Something. Sherry Shepard is... Um, <laughs> Sherry Shepard uh, is recently divorced... I believe her husband or a strange husband, ex-husband, ex-husband to be, who knows? We don't really give a shit. She ain't even on The View no more. The point is she was going to have a baby with him through surrogacy. Mm -hmm. And this woman who carried the baby, the baby wasn't like her. They didn't use the surrogate's egg. They didn't use Sherry's egg. but They used her ex's sperm. Okay. But they both agreed Mm -hmm. that they were going to be a parent. Some shit happened in the relationship. They ended up splitting. The woman had the baby. Sherry claims that... This is where it gets really weird. Mm -hmm. Sherry is claiming that she's leaving the husband and that he only wanted to have a baby with her to get her money. Like... I don't know if he was expecting for her to, like, sign these papers and assume the responsibility as a mama and then, like, put her in a Nike bag and run. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck they, they thought they were Well, gonna... if he gets joint custody, then he gets more money. Or if or if he gets primary custody. I mean, custody. I understand. But I'm just like, I don't know if she thought that he was just going to stash this baby in a Jansport bag and <laughs> Right, and just, like, take off after. with it. I don't know what. But she claims that the baby was just this whole ruse to snatch her money, which is 100% possible. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. The whole point is, originally, the surrogate was going down for child support. Mm-hmm. Like... I think the husband's insurance had, like, sent her some kind of, I don't know, subpoena or something saying that you need to go ahead and start taking care of your responsibility. And she was like, I did. That bitch is here. And I'm finished. Right. So I'm done. Like, I did my motherfucking part. My only job was growing that nigga and pushing his ass out. Like, So you better call that bitch from the Jamie Foxx show or whatever she was on. Check my contract, And ask her what's going on because I don't have time for this. So... Apparently a judge today or yesterday said, use the mammy and you need to go ahead and buy her some Gerbers or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Or, I, oh, it's a boy, I think. Well, I mean, this is just like, I get it, Sherry. Like, you know, you thought that your husband did this on purpose or whatever. But if that's how you really felt, then why did you ever sign the paperwork on a baby? Like, why would you ever even agree to bringing a baby in the world via surrogacy if this was how you felt. Like, what extreme... Like, what the fuck did you find out in those months that was just like this? While this girl was pregnant, right. I mean, but but the... The fact of the matter is that you did sign off on it. You did agree to it. The kid is here. And at this point, the kid does deserve to have, you know, people taking care of him. Like, you agreed to take care of this baby. You agreed to bring this nigga into the world. You can't just back and out she now. she put some shit on Instagram with a picture of her and her nine-year-old son and was talking about how she almost lost him and could have died and all of this stuff. And it was, like, such a, uh, he's, like, her special gem and she loves him so much. And I was like, that's very sweet. So what about this other one? That I mean, also needs, you know, some mashed potatoes or whatever. Like this is gonna sound cold blooded as shit. Please don't think I'm cold blooded. Well, like, I do, but I, not because I'm, I'm not. First of all, I'm not. You okay. cannot name a time that I said or did something that was cold blooded. You truly cannot. But what I'm about okay. to say is going to sound like it's rude. I don't mean it to be rude, but if I'm, I'm honestly looking at this situation. I'm looking at Sherry Shepard like she's anybody else's baby daddy, you know, fuck nigga baby daddy that they ended up with. You cannot make a nigga give a shit about your kid. You can't. Even if he fucked you to get that baby there, even if he said he wanted the baby, even if he signed the paperwork to agree to, 
to bring the baby into the world. You can't make that nigga give a damn about the kid. You can't. All you can make him do is send you a check. And so that's how I feel about Sherry Shepard. She can love her nine-year-old and put that nigga on Instagram all he wants to. And she ain't got to give a shit about this new kid. As as terrible as that is. That's no true. She don't have to give she a fuck. All she, she has, has to do, do is send them checks every month paid in full. That's what that's you. That right. is your new legal responsibility because this is the decision that you made. And you that's true. You need to buy him his christening it. clothes. Yes. You need to be... Uh, making sure that he has sucks. whatever it's Johnson sucks. and Johnson. Too bad for you. All of that. Yes, but it's your it's responsibility. A pickle, but mm-hmm. it's your responsibility. It sucks, don't it, girl? Well, oh well. But still, the baby is here, and this is your responsibility. And I don't feel bad for your motherfucking ass, and you know <laughs> why. Who I do, do feel about Sherry Shepard has said a truckload of oh, dumb bullshit. Oh, right, right. She's homophobic and dumb, right? Like, didn't she say something about the and earth being flat? Dumb. <laughs> okay, all right. Sherry Shepard thought that she was just going to get, like, on the motherfucking time joiner cruise and fall <laughs> off the fucking face of the earth with her dumb ass. <laughs> like, if you just head out on the ocean. Girl, all right. Shut your ass up. Who I do feel sorry for, though? Northwest. Oh yes, but that's what I wasn't. I wasn't going there. But I mean, shit. If you want to go there, I was just gonna say that I was. Did you actually... see those photos in that video the other day of her where she finally had her natural hair? Yes. Out? Of yes. course, she's gonna be per- like there. <laughs> she's gonna be perceived as angry when she's finally she <laughs> she finally flourishing out here with her natural locks. Right. Because they had her pissed. I'm just so glad that Kim finally rinsed that bullshit out that baby's head and just let her flourish. Like, good God, that poor child. Like. Her follicles. (laughs) Why don't you quit putting all the goddamn less jam in that child's head and just brushing that shit down and just curls just rising up and like just nigga superiority. Like, bitch, I won't lay down. I can't stand it. I'm so glad she finally washed that child's head. Woo. Um, Mendeecees. Okay. See, you keep, this is the third person I don't give a shit about. All right. You don't either. <laughs> no, I actually do. Because I've met Yandy before. She was a very, very nice lady. And her uh, son was. So you remember. Like, yeah. I texted her and was like, Yandy's here with the most adorable baby I've ever seen in my fucking life. I want one. So yeah. I think that Mendeecees, the baby daddy, who I don't know if the S is silent at the end or what. <laughs> I, we're still like, I think... Has that have we figured that portion Does out? Does it even matter? What? Anyway, you could do whatever you want. He was locked up at the time for like some drug charges, trafficking, I don't know, whatever, some belly shit. I never figured out how he got like 700 years but they let him out after like 8 months. What the fuck was that? Oh, they, they like a bond. They posted what was it? $600,000 or something. You could post bond after you've already been sentenced. And I don't in know. Prison. They did some magic shit. Okay. Mona Me <laughs> Entertainment was like, look. If Mona has that kind of power to get niggas out of prison. Mona might be the black Chris Jenner. Bitch. <laughs> I refuse to believe that the state of New York penal system is letting niggas out of jail for Mona's ass. Like, I don't know. That don't even sound right. I doubt it. But either way, he's probably going back. Here's the thing. Okay. He was let out. He just got out. He was let out. He filmed this, you know, situation. Somebody's mama was on there looking like Amanda <laughs> Perez and threw like a margarita on somebody else. A whole bunch of fun for TV. Great. Okay. The kids. Yandy's either like pregnant or just had a baby. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But like there's a fresh new one. All right. 
But I think she just gave birth. Mendeecees, um, uh, pled guilty to I can't even find the motherfucking charges. It's state property. It's just it's some old belly. <laughs> what I can't okay. dead president. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's what. just there's whatever nigga charges <laughs> and <laughs> drugs, <laughs> drugs, and so. They're saying now he's facing eight to ten years in federal prison and or a fine from fifteen thousand to five million. Girl what a range. <laughs> <laughs> from fifteen thousand this must be a typo. No, you know what? I bet it's not. Because that just that sounds like some bullshit that the government it's would like, come up with. Either we're gonna like okay, I can see how that works. It's like if they if it's fifteen thousand, it means you're probably getting the ten years on top of it. Yeah. It says indoor. If it's five million, you're probably walking. But Mendeecees, how does this shit keep happening to you, my nigga? Like you just got out. I mean, well, he he's going back in because he he got out because they let him out. You know what I'm saying? For whatever the six hundred dollars was, that six hundred dollar bond, they let him out on that. Apparently, <laughs> I mean, this so is a whole nother guilty. To the charges. Now his um his trial or no, his sentencing is August something and he's allowed to do their little um youth stream wedding. I was gonna say, so this will be after he marries this girl on live television. Yeah. That's going to be a fucking wreck. Mendeecees and whatever her name is getting married on live. I think that they're just trying to test out or they were trying to test out a show for them. A spinoff, yeah. Which made way more sense than even doing Love and Hip Hop New York again to me because who gives a fuck? But, you know, God bless them every one, two, three, five. I've seen a few of these episodes. Diamond Strawberry's Dumbass is what compelled me to watch because my friends just could not stop talking about the fucking idiot ass decisions she makes so I've seen some episodes of this shit and I just don't see how Mendeecees is gonna bring in an audience by himself like the nigga is fine but he's simple as shit like he looks like it takes a long time for him to get his sentences together you just described almost every boyfriend of a listener Like, <laughs> do you know how many bitches are probably at home? Like, that sounds like y'all that. gonna turn on the TV to look at Mendeecees though, look at Mendeecees and not hear him speak. Look, I don't give. All I'm saying is the nigga could be going down. All right, well, I'm not. And surprised. God bless them again, though. New like, York. damn, that sucks. Anyway, Whew. um, at least you're not Diamond Strawberry. At least you aren't Diamond. <laughs> and now they got some other. First of all. Is Mona just against people with regular names? <laughs> like, or like Diamond Strawberry, Precious Paris. Oh, yeah. Jessica Dime one? Piece. Jessica Dime Piece. I don't know. That who one actually that is. cracked me up. Like, oh, ma'am, girl. And she said when she knew what's her face, what's that? The Puerto Rican princess. Whatever that one. When Jocelyn. she knew Jocelyn, her name was Shalinica Bellancourt. <laughs> that. I was like, now, girl, sis. So here's a reason that that shit can fuck off. I just can't deal with the desperation any longer. Like, it was fun at first. On Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That's what we're talking about now. 1,000 percent. All of them are desperate. Mm-hmm. But the level of desperation and niggadom <laughs> on the Atlanta cast is just unfathomable. I can't deal with it at all. Like, I watched the Super trailer for this new season of mm-hmm. Atlanta. And I was like, okay, well, what you're going to have to do is count me the whole entire fuck out. Really? Because it's too much. Like, 
Stevie J has his baby in the in the bed talking about he's going away for a while and she's crying and it's like everybody is like distraught that he's leaving. The nigga's going to rehab. Like y'all should be <laughs> like, here's go. your bag. Right. Let me know if you need like a juice or something Text I can mail to you. Really bad. And <laughs> that'll know, be it. Enjoy yourself. I might be here when you get back. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Mama D is in the fucking strip club dressed like Colonel Sanders. Now she's talking to her ex, and he's putting motherfucking... Mama <laughs> like, D has an ex. He's putting jewels from Jared inside of motherfucking <laughs> strawberry daiquiris and shit. <laughs> it's just too much. It is so ghetto and fake and, like, just desperate. Did you and watch the first episode, though? No. Okay. I didn't see the super trailer, but I did. I told myself I would give the first episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta a chance, and no. I made it about 25 minutes I'm before down. I had to cut that shit off. I can't do it. It's I just too couldn't. Fucking desperate. It was awful. I don't at know the very how least, at I would like it. Like at least with Hollywood, you had niggas like you had Omari on Soldier Boy, Ray J. These aren't huge stars, but they're more like recognizable. And I feel like they've ha- they've done things mm-hmm. more recently. I mean, they were famous fifteen years ago, whereas the Atlanta cast was not famous. And if they were, it was in before like the internet. So Rashida, Rashida girl, young jock. You really have to little scrap <laughs> niche markets like shit. Okay, you have to be a certain kind of nigga or from the south to know these names. This is not just any old body, you know. At least B two K has right. you know name recognition somewhat, a little bit. It was just interesting to see Omari on a little fizz on the show again. Like, and even that, I was just mm-hmm. after a while, I was like, okay, this is really ridiculous, and I fell out of love with it. But Atlanta is just like, okay, all right, I get it. It was fun <laughs> while it motherfucking lasted. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with all of this extreme nigga shenanigan anymore. It's just too much. Well, watch all me, y'all me. are doing is sitting here like hoping we'll pay attention some more so you can keep hosting parties at the club. Yeah. Like that's all you're gonna do is like, host we have to keep y'all's ratings parties. up so that y'all can continue to be ridiculous. But sitting there, look at Mimi trying to act like she and Nico didn't plan this shit in advance and didn't have a crew. Like for this to be this bitch to be in the vivid offices crying, I have a daughter. But bitch, you knew you had a daughter when you signed the paperwork six and weeks ago. What is this Grand Theft Auto Online meetup between Stevie J and Nico? Why do they keep meeting up in the shadows to find right? Each Why other? are y'all even what talking to one another? And then this fool Nico is egging this nigga Stevie J on like you know this nigga is crazy like why would you even bring up this nigga's child like you know he ain't got no good damn sense like why would you it's just a bunch of black people making really shitty decisions over and over for a sad ass reality TV the check that's gonna dry up within three and seasons and the have nots never have <laughs> it's just garbage it's like y'all realize what y'all are doing to your names your reputations like how you are perceived by the world for a fucking for Mona's ass y'all are giving up all your fucking dignity okay Girl, you did a porno for reality TV purposes. That show should be called the Have Nots and the Out of Stock. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so fucking sick of you. (laughs) The recall. Okay. Who's what what are we talking about? Are we still on the same side? Big Sean and Ariana Grande broke up. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What else happened? So let's talk about the Kylie Jenner challenge all i've got left anyway really i thought we were going to talk about migos listen i would rather talk I've about migos than the kyler jenny challenge kyler Ch- Migos, that whole challenge free them that's all we have to say about that do you 
don't know what they did. What do you mean? Because them niggas had like guns and drugs and shit on a college campus. I don't know what you're talking about, free Migos. <laughs> okay, we don't have to talk about it if you don't want to. Go on with the Kardashian. What? What? Go on. You can. See, this is the thing, you know. <laughs> you are not depressed. First, Migos. No, actually, it was Bluebell and then Migos. Oh, God. And I just feel like, you know, the universe is out to take all of my joy. Bluebird. Blue, <laughs> Bluebird. Bluebell had to yank all of they shit, nigga. I don't want to talk about it. Not her. just the ice cream from that one facility. Like, nigga, everything. I don't want to talk well, about Well, we're going to have to because the whole goddamn internet has been tagging me in this Bluebell news. Like, we don't even get it up here, y'all. I have not eaten any of it. And that's the thing that I was trying to express to people. I don't think that they understand because literally every hour on the hour, someone's like, oh, did anyone tell you that <laughs> no more Bluebell? Yes, 300 people in the last 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't eaten Bluebell in like... I've eaten it on and off over the past two and a half years. And that's only when I go to the South. Sometimes I can have a bite of it. And then I go back to wherever the fuck. I've learned to cope without Bluebell at this point. This is still a very painful um, stage of my life. It is very, very painful. And, you know, I just rather... I would like it if, you know, people would respect this time of mourning for me. It's hurtful. And, you know, just let me do what I've got to do. Okay. So we're going to talk about the Kylie Jenner challenge That's and all fine. of these dumbass children. <sighs> all trying to emulate this dumbass white girl. So the Kylie Jenner challenge was, I don't know whose dumbass idea, but basically, if you don't know, Kylie Jenner is the youngest um, Kardashian-ling. Yeah, sort of Kardashian. Jenner-ling. Kind of. Whatever. Kardashian-white. And she just has these, you know... She's the new Chloe. Ever-growing lips. Um, so... Basically, kids have been taking shot glasses or, like, the top of a... Glass bottles. Like a... Those little EOS balls. Yeah. (laughs) Like, whatever. (laughs) Something. And putting it on their lips and then having... Creating enough suction that their lips, like, plump up and just look like the beehive sat on the air <laughs> like the pool palace on their mouth right it definitely looks like an infection um all to i don't know if it was started to actually look like her or if it was to make fun of her either way some people were trying to be funny some people were actually trying to be cute everybody was stupid yes so the issue here is that a lot of the people who did this ended up with their lips being uh, bruised. Mm-hmm. Some people's lips would not go down. <laughs> Which is what you get. One guy even had like, I guess he did it with a shot glass that like cut his whole yeah. entire mouth open which was disgusting and y'all did not stop putting that shit into my mentions like i don't want to see the mugu guy pan mouth motherfucker not that decided that he wanted to cut his face open to look like a general mm-hmm. stop tagging me in nasty shit so as unfortunate and just and mind-boggling <laughs> mind-boggling mind <laughs> that word Okay. Boggling of the mind. All right. I still found so much glee. 
Okay. In this situation, because while there were a lot of young, dumb, black girls and boys doing this for whatever reason, all of the little white Sambos were really what took me the fuck out. And here's why. Just seeing the contrast of all of, like, thinking about white people, not even a hundred years ago. You know, just with these huge painted on lips or making these cartoon characters, these gigantic mouth Negroes Mm -hmm. eating watermelon and chicken. And now your kids look right. And now they are deliberately trying to look like all because of this one dumb, (laughs) young, jobless child (laughs) who ain't got nothing better to do. Then have them stick some poison in her face and plop up her motherfucking mouth. And now your kids are doing the same goddamn thing. When I tell you that I laughed like Santa. Yes. Belly like a bowl (laughs) full of jelly, bitch. I laughed for hours. Because how fucking, like, just so stupid. Right. Stupid. It's just dumb as hell. Kids what are is, dumb. What's up with all of the hashtag challenges that kids are creating where they're like mutilating themselves mm-hmm. or like drinking fabuloso? Like, or dipping tampons in vodka and then sticking them up their asses. Like, that's a bad idea, children. Stop doing this bullshit. I don't know how kids get these ideas. I think the internet is probably to blame here. They go on the internet and find random shit to do and they just decide, let's swallow a cup of cinnamon and see what happens. I mean, it's not even surprising that one dummy would be like, oh, I'm going to put this shot glass over my mouth and then you know, Mm -hmm. transform it into a hemorrhoid. But the fact that you could turn that into a hashtag and then like hundreds of dumbasses will also also, do it. Yeah, that's that's insane. shocking but and I a little, you know, disturbing. There's actually a real product now that you can buy that is supposed to give you Kylie Jenner lips. I don't know. I've seen some pictures of it on Instagram or something that white girls can purchase. It's some sort of machine that is supposed to plump your lips up like that. I don't know if that's any safer, but I know for damn sure sticking your lips inside of a glass bottle and then praying that nothing bad happens is a badass idea. I'm glad y'all's lips is swollen and bruised. I hope that shit stays like that. That's what the fuck you get. What are you thinking about? Everything about us is to be made fun of or like torn down or it's ghetto or it's trashy until y'all decided to put on your white ass bodies and then it's trendy and fun and cute and oh my god big asses are all the rage now but that shit wasn't true in the 80s like i just think that it's so i can't do anything but laugh at the fact that people are like literally harming themselves mm-hmm. to look black or just like Or to make fun of the way black people look, however you want to look at it. Either way, it's fucked up and stupid. And why the fuck don't y'all have anything else to do? Goddamn. I just can't imagine, like, coming to my mother. (laughs) No, I'm not even going to No, because I'm too black for that. If my child came to me. I I really wish. (laughs) (laughs) With that water balloon mouth ass (laughs) bullshit. Talking about... I saw, you know, Kylie Jenner, and now my mouth, there's nothing for me to do. Like, I thought about this. Honestly, I think I would just be like, well, here, here's $116. This will get you 30 days on the Metro. <laughs> 30 days Metro card. That can take you pretty much anywhere in the city. 
I don't know where you, you are, are so going dumb. to go, but you <laughs> can't stay here. So pick a place, phone a friend, good luck, Godspeed, Woo. infinity and motherfucking beyond. Clearly there was a disconnect somewhere between <laughs> us, and I just, I don't have anything, so... The craziest thing Because I'm though, not taking you to the ER. I'm not taking you nowhere with your lips looking like that. You can go right in the icebox and get you some ice out the freezer and pray that shit gets better. Like, I don't know who you're going to talk to about this. Perhaps Jesus. But I'm not wasting my money on a copay to carry your ass to the doctor. And I'm for damn sure not paying no ER fees because you decided to put your lips inside of a shot glass. Like, Of course, Kylie Jenner made a Twitter statement. No. No. She just encourages young girls to be themselves and not afraid to experiment with their looks, which is basically Christian saying. Wait, wait. <laughs> it's basically Christian saying, bitch, ain't nan one of these <laughs> white mamas finna sue you, me, or anybody over that shit they were shooting into your lips. So you better go ahead, apologize, do whatever the fuck, release a statement wow. because. What the fuck kind of sense does it make to say be yourself and don't be afraid to experiment be someone else? What the fuck does that even mean? Like, be a hot dog, but don't Try be afraid to be looks. a hamburger. I mean, it essentially it sounds like you're saying, hey, be yourself, but try things up with your makeup. Do a different hair look, whatever, whatever. But it's like... Your experimentation involves toxins. No one's taking this advice from you, Kylie Jenner, because you're a young girl who is not being yourself. Like, we all saw you magically look like a totally different person. Like, I know you want to pretend like the pictures of you before, like, mid-2014 don't exist, but they do, girl. We know what the fuck you look like in real life. With that emaciated mouth that she used <laughs> we, Okay. Lips dead ass looking like stretch marks. We remember, sis. You don't, you cannot lie to us. We see the new everything the lashes, the makeup. Are the you weave, encouraging young girls to experiment with grown ass daddies too? Okay. Are you encouraging 17 year old girls to go find them some, a nigga in his mid 20s and drop out of homeschool to follow his ass around America? Apparently you dropped Black out of homeschool. Okay. Man, man, look, fuck that entire family. I don't. Black China just said fuck that she's waiting for that ass. Good. I hope she is. And that's petty Black and dumb, China. but listen, don't put my shit. baby on your fucking Instagram, bitch. Don't do it. She posted this thing on Instagram that was like her entry for the Kylie Jenner challenge. <laughs> oh, I saw that picture. It was like these huge wax costume lips. Mm-hmm. And then I think I had like probably some shady catty um, caption. Yeah. The thing is that Kylie responded with like some like picture of a bracelet and then it just became this whole back and forth like, you know, free before 11 ass argument. What does a bracelet have to do with anything? Because like they have the same bracelet and I guess maybe the nigga that they both fucked once upon a time or she's fucking or whatever bought it for her. I don't know. There's this okay. like, like even the same thing with Nicki Minaj and her ring. You remember that? Did you yeah, hear the yeah, story yeah. about how Nicki Minaj got, had the ring that Meek gave her mm-hmm. and then some random bitch, I guess that Floyd Mayweather is oh, dating. Oh, Floyd Mayweather's hoe. Yeah, she has the same Posted one. a picture about it like trying to be petty and Meek <laughs> jumped in her comments and cussed her ass out <laughs> and said you're the only one who ain't got no million. <laughs> like, I don't know. Maybe that's the new like petty maxi dress wearing Okay, like, girls. Tactic is to attack each other over like similar jewelry. I don't All know. Right. I don't get it. Y'all but Kylie it. is seventeen years old, so maybe there's like a new Regina George attack that I don't know about. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's how it went. And then Black China did something else on Instagram, and then she said something about four months. I can't wait. 
and I guess four months from now is when Kylie turns 18. Oh, so, so she's just know. waiting for the day and time to that whoop her That she can ass. whoop her ass, I guess. Wow. I don't know. Has she whooped Tiger's ass? I would hope so because that's, that's the, most the important one question. thing that I am confused about is why both of you heifers are on. This is the thing. Come on. <laughs> Look at Amber you. Rose, Black China, Kylie Jenner, Kim Kardashian, they are all Chloe. the same. Chloe. Jumped her ass in it too. The only one with sense is that oldest one. Right, because she got a whole bunch of, she got applesauce well, and, and shit all over the wall. No, she's not that like, much sense because she keeps having babies with that dumbass motherfucker, Scott. But the and only one not getting involved in, her in this house, nigga shit. minding her goddamn right. business. She's not doing this ethnic shit. The rest of these girls are all the same. Amber Rose, Black China, the Kardashians, they're all the same exact type of woman. The only difference is that the Kardashians had a head start in money and race. That is it. <laughs> well, That's it. It don't even make no sense for y'all to be clawing at each other and arguing with each other. They took your niggas. Yes, fuck them for that. That's awful. Move on. It don't make no sense. Like, you're arguing over Tyga. Right. Tyga. Girl, not even a quality rapper. Like, it's just Tiger. It's Tiger's ass. Who even gives a shit? The fact that y'all are even putting forth all this effort behind this ain't shit, nigga, when all of you are just hood rats of varying shades of skin tone. Like, the fact that your ex left you. Why can't you, y'all just stick together in hood ratism and band together against this nigga? The fact that your ex left and went to go date a baby should be enough for you to be over it. In fact, I would move my life so far away from anything associated with these niggas that it would be like, who? Because I wouldn't mm-hmm. even want people to know that the father of my child dates kids. But you don't Gross. live for internet attention or retweets or Instagram comments or blog person. hits. They live for that shit. If they're not on the blogs, if they're not a trending topic, if they don't have people talking shit about them, then they don't matter. So that's all the shit that they live for. I don't understand that frame of mind. You hoes want that life. You birds aspire to that bullshit. You go right ahead. Me personally, I don't need negative attention in order to feel like I'm worth something. You know, shout out to all of the women that, you know, get up and don't think about these niggas. <laughs> like, they just go to fucking work Come and on. bust their ass. Come on. Pay their own motherfucking bills. And don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. It's just so refreshing to meet a straight woman who does not dance for niggas. Like, not literally dance, but like, I feel like so many of them, it's just like everything they do is for male attention or approval. It's just like... And when you have people ugh, girl, in these... Girl, You have people on these platforms that are basically saying, look at me! I made a whole career out of being lazy. <laughs> like, when I being lazy, that's harsh. But I made like a whole career basically out of like doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like my being whole pretty. entire life and career is putting on a nice dress and showing you how to contour your nose, you know, and going out to a party and standing on a red carpet. Getting like, my hair and makeup. I done. played that game and I cheated just like Kim Kardashian did. <laughs> it was boring after two weeks. It was. Like, you know what I'm saying? These actors <laughs> don't have no damn goals. They just want to be comfortable and get into whatever ever party they they can. That was like, the thing about Kim Kardashian's game. You never really won. The goal was just to continue to get people to talk about you. Like that's that was it. literally it. Like like <laughs> once you like reached like once you reached the end, like and you had everything, all of the money, and you were like an A lister, and you yeah. had the boyfriend, the girlfriend, or whatever. It was like at that point, all you did was a photo shoot, maintain dinner, your image, a photo yeah. shoot, a party, dinner. <laughs> And it was the same thing, so that you charity. just stayed there. Yeah, it was literally that yeah, cycle. Yeah, put charity in it. Every now, okay, all right. 
Look at you. You know. <laughs> That's anyway. what I'm saying. I'm just like, I don't even hate the fucking Kardashians because they, I don't care that much. They I'm don't seem like them. interesting people. It. It's the whole, like, what they stand for. And I feel like they just stand for it. I just feel like they prey on the ignorance and the obsess, the obsession with, like, wealth and status and all of that because that's what people are like really obsessed with is just beauty mm-hmm. money status you remember that show on vh1 the fabulous life of yes i mean they still have that show i'm pretty sure i haven't seen it in a while but oh just yeah be like the olsen twins beyonce madonna mariah carey and i it just would saw be Nicki minaj's episode the other day a whole half hour hour long whatever show of their business yes <laughs> how much their house shoes birthday cars, parties everything costs everything aquariums eat that shit up and it's fascinating it is fascinating but i don't see how you watch that show and be like i have to have that lifestyle by any means necessary like some people do that's just not how don't. life works there's a certain amount of money that you make and then everything after that is just extra like once your basic needs and shit are taken care of, once you don't have to worry about money no more and you're out of debt, then everything else is extra. So I don't understand why y'all aspire to anything other than that. I don't get it. I really don't. What's I don't the point? understand What's the how you of- can be so heavily influenced by someone who don't do anything. Like, doesn't do anything. You are influenced by someone who you can literally be if you have the money. Like, they purchased... Anyway, that's we're not going to sit up here and act like these people were born with some sort of talent that nobody else has. Like, girl, if five billion, not even five billion, if a cool couple, maybe, I don't know, let's say seven, eight figures mm-hmm. were to fall into your lap. You could be Kim Kardashian. Like, yes, you should. I could be within Bruce three months. is about to. So it does like it's not hard. All you have to do is line up some surgeons, girl. Like All you need is money. That is it. It doesn't take anything special to be them. So don't aspire to that shit. Anyway, so that is the thing that I scream real loud about. Yeah, and don't worry about that, like I said. I feel like, you know, we can move on from this, and you don't have to. No, we're definitely moving on. We're moving on together. You and I are going to move past that. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm definitely getting your ass back. It's happening. But that's not moving on. No, it is. Like, I'm moving past this segment, and we're going to move on to the next segment. Okay. But as far as the incident itself, like, I'm getting your ass back. That's happening. I'm going to wait way long time. You gonna forget. <laughs> it might be years. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey guys, don't forget to check out our awesome sponsors over at NatureBox. A lot of you have been sending us pictures of your NatureBox orders, and that is so dope. Continue to tweet those to us or send them to us in email. NatureBox is a fantastic service that allows you to pick nutritionist-approved snacks and have them sent to your home, all with zero artificial colors, flavors, sweeteners, no trans fat, and no high-fructose corn syrup. They have snacks with bold and intense flavors, and you can have them sent to home or the office. Kid Fury is going to tell you a little bit more about it. Yes, Yes, again, I also have been seeing lots of you sharing your snacks with us. And NatureBox has so many different ones to choose from. We always talk about the cashews that we love so so much. But they've got granola. They've got uh, fruit chews, pretzels, really delicious uh, kettle corn, which I'm like newly a huge fan yeah, of. It's good. It's amazing. Really good. It is. They've got nuts, seeds, fruit bars, all kinds of really great stuff that's delicious. So if you're one of the people like myself that likes to pop a whole bunch of snacks in your mouth randomly <laughs> throughout the day, this is a place to go to so you can have something delicious that you're not going to feel like crap about later. So make sure that you go over to naturebox.com slash the read 
to get a free trial. Yep. You're going to get a free trial of, of five, five snacks. Delicious <laughs> snacks. <laughs> That's true. And going forward, you can be surprised every month or you can choose your snacks. And they also have different sizes. So depending on you and your family and your needs, you can choose what you'd like. So go on over to naturebox.com slash the R-E-A-D to get your free trial and enjoy some smarter snacking courtesy of Naturebox and the Read. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back. We yeah, bitch, we are back. Kay. Hey. All right. And it's time for the listener letters. It sure is. Send your questions to asktherita at gmail.com. We're going to start off with a quick question this week from Catherine, who said, I noticed Kid Fury made a reference to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I just had to know what is his favorite episode or favorite season of Buffy. And has he read the canon comics that came out after the show ended? If not, you should definitely check them out. Chris, I have no idea if you watched that show. So I already know you ain't watched Buffy. <laughs> um, No. I know that white girl was on it, though. Cher Michelle Geller. I think, but I don't know anything else about it. Well, Beyonce's new stepsister was also on it oh, for right. a little bit. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. She had a horrible Caribbean accent. I've never seen Just that show. Though. It can't be worse than uh, Ooh, it was bad. It can't be worse than Uncle Ben's wife, Cynthia. It can't be worse than that. Cynthia, Cynthia's on my shit list. Cynthia's Jamaican accent in Life Twirls on was worse than my Rihanna accent. Cynthia is such a <laughs> disgrace for so many reasons, and I really, really fuck with her. Or used to, but it's just like Cynthia does not live up to her potential at all. Mm-mm. She's just a nerd, and I want to like it, but she's like she tried too hard to be something. Like if you're gonna be a nerd, just be a nerd. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um. Yes, Buffy favorite the Vampire episode. Slayer is one of my favorite shows. I have the whole entire box set and everything. Huge fan. I think my favorite episode actually. Um, it's actually it's like the last. The last few episodes of, I don't know what season it was, the season where Willow became evil. We, Willow was like a witch. Willow was kind of like herself. You know, she dated boys in high school, and then she was like, you know what? I'm kind of in girls. <laughs> Man, fuck you. And then she was, you know, <laughs> whatever. No. And she's a witch, so she's like me or not? Well, that part I wasn't. I mean, you did that. I was more so talking about. The f- whatever. <laughs> anyway, Willow is like one of my favorite characters, but to see like she had this whole thing. Actually, her I was gonna say I was gonna spoil it, but she was from the nineties, I think, or early two thousands. Her girlfriend was like murdered by oh. these jackasses, and then she got all mad, and she got turned to dark magic, and then she became like the anti buff. She went from friend to foe. And oh. She kicked Buffy's ass, and the only reason that she didn't destroy the world. Because Xander touched her heart and made her feel good about herself and reminded her that she was loved. Hmm. Okay. Because otherwise, she'd have been unstoppable. All right. Well, I don't really get it. And I like the season with Glory in it. Okay. So for those of you who watched Buffy, which is a lot, Crystal doesn't get it because she is in the generation before me. No, that's not why. Buffy was extremely popular. I just did not want to watch anything about vampires. And also, I thought the name Buffy was dumb as shit. Well, it's a pretty dumb name. Well, I'm just those were those are my reasons for not watching that show. First of all, Buffy was it was based on a movie. Yeah, I remember the movie. That was I didn't like the movie, but I liked the show. (laughs) Okay, and yeah, it was just kind of like Buffy, Angel, Charmed, all of those shows. Yeah, I didn't like like any of those fandom. I didn't really get into Charmed or um, no, I kind of liked Charmed, but I didn't like Angel. Okay, I loved Buffy the whole season. I mean, the whole show. 
All right. So our next question comes from Jason. He says, I'm 25 years old and growing up, my family was pretty close. My cousins and I did everything together. But since we've gotten older, we are not as close as we used to be. Besides happy birthday texts and comments on Facebook statuses, we only see each other on holidays and special events. Since I've moved so far away, I missed the last family event, and to my understanding, my cousin introduced her new boyfriend to everyone. After looking at pictures on social media, I realized that her boyfriend is the person I lost my virginity to. He and I had a sexual relationship from November 2007 till April 2011. As soon as I found out they were dating, I messaged her and asked her how serious it was, and she just told me that she liked him. So I assumed he would come and go like most of her other relationships. Three months have gone by, and today she messaged me to tell me that she has a new number. And by the way, she's pregnant and engaged. That's so dumb. Should I tell her about her fiance's <laughs> sexual history with me, or should I just mind my own business and assume that he is no longer having sexual affairs with men? Thanks, Jason. Wait. Oh, did you skip the fact that he was male? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> So Jason's problem is that his ex-boyfriend, who he was fucking for a cute five years. <laughs> four. Four, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not about his cousin is engaged to and pregnant by his Former cherry top? popper. Yeah. Okay. So what should Jason do? Well, of course, now you understand. First of all, Kid Fury is wiping tears from his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, now you know that you should have this said something. This is just wretched. <laughs> as soon as you recognize that nigga, you should have said something. You should have said something. Oh my god! The you poor baby. You saw him, and the best part about it was that she said, "I like him." Like the way that she talked about him the first time was like. Oh, you know, I just kind of like him. Yeah. She said she just really liked him. And he was like, oh, okay. So it's just like every other nigga you've ever been with and that'll be it. But, I mean, she's pregnant three months later. So clearly she liked him a little bit more than the rest. If he's on the DL, what I think maybe I would have... Well, I mean, but that's your cousin. But maybe like, he's not on the DL anymore. Maybe this boy... Maybe Jason was the last dude he fucked back in April 2011. And he's bi or whatever. And he's only been fucking with girls. Either way, you should have still told your cousin, oh, I had a piece of your, you know... Exactly. New thing. That's the thing. It's not his sexuality that's the issue it's the fact that that's your cousin like you should have definitely said so hey sis I don't know I'm what the fuck you gonna do trying now. to trip <laughs> I'm gonna be straight up with you. Like, I, can, I don't know what the fuck to tell you <laughs> flat out to be 100% transparent I don't know what's like I, I don't know because like, like what are you, like, you got a nerd to call me cold-blooded? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to tell you. What the fuck do you... What am I supposed to say? I mean, this is bleak as fuck, Jason. It just... I mean, you really should have said something then. Like, I mean, you still should say something. No, I'm no, not no. You, tell should. you should. The sooner the better. But I better. mean, it's going to be a hell of a lot more awkward now. <laughs> right. Because now your cousin has the added... On top of the hurt and embarrassment. Because I'm sure she does not know this about... Her fiance, like I'm sure the fiance has not told her about you if he even knows about you. So this is just like an extremely painful she conversation that she now has, has to have while she's pregnant. Like it's just. Do you think that he should go to the guy and say, yeah. like, "Look, 
I think that you should say something to her. I think that they should. I, I think they should tell her together. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I think. But you should do it. You know, when it's, make sure she's not around any rep- weapons or anything. Like, but also not around a whole bunch Take of her other to people. To the beach, someplace no, <laughs> she can drown here. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I think the two of you should. Good God! How the fuck did you end up? I in told this? you, I don't have anything. <laughs> it's like, where do we even start with this? You need to, you need to approach the fiance and be like, so listen, we have to tell her, you know, about this. The two of you have to get on the same page about that. And even if you don't get on the same page about it, then you need to proceed by yourself. But yeah, and I let think him it know. would be best if the two of you came to her and was like, so listen, girl, this is about to be awkward as fuck, but. You know, no big deal. Let's not <laughs> get irrational. Let's not get crazy. Once upon a time, you know. But I feel like a lot of women would have an bus. issue with their... <laughs> <laughs> My bus and your puss have something in common, girl. Guess what it is? And then just walk out. No pregnancy! <laughs> <laughs> no, Jason, this sucks. Real bad. Woo! Um, um, we're not laughing at you, obviously. With because you, you, you have to laugh at this, yeah, right? This to has get through be funny. it, you have to. One day you'll laugh, but uh, so good I'm luck today. <laughs> but <laughs> you, you should, should yeah, shit. just talk to the fiance. You have to say something to your cousin yeah, about you have this. To. You you can't you can't just mind your own business because this is your cousin. Like it's your cousin. If it like, was your if cousin it wasn't, is gonna have a baby whose daddy you fuck. Right. Like that is something you have to tell your family. Like and I understand y'all used to be super close and now you only see each other a couple times a year because that's me. I only see my cousins when I go back to Texas for holidays. But we are that is my family. Right. I would never, never never if for some reason me and my cousin slept with the same person. I don't even see how that could happen. But if it did, like I would absolutely say something. Y'all cannot you can't just. But I was. I will tell you this: if it was a total stranger who, uh, some other random girl who was fucking your man, I would tell you to leave it alone and mind your own damn business because that's none of your business. But this is family, um, so you definitely do need to talk to her yeah. about this. Um, and good, <laughs> good luck. Man. I just can't. Oh my god. Woo, ciao. So, shall we move on? Do you have any other words? I'm just thinking about the way I felt when I realized at the end that it was a guy. <laughs> I Let's can't believe on. you didn't. All right. So our last letter comes from Tangela. <laughs> isn't, isn't that a Pokemon? I made that up. That's a Pokemon? I'm going to look it up. I'm pretty sure that Tangela. Go ahead. I just thought it sounded like a fruit. I am 23 years else. old and recently moved home from college to pursue other options. When I arrived back home in January, I had no choice but to live with my parents for the time being, but I was determined to get out of their house. My best friend. Tangela. Is what a color? A Pokemon. Oh, okay. Ugh, it looks like a little cancer ball. But anyway, <laughs> um, my best friend of over thirteen. <laughs> Do I need to start over? Do you remember what I said already? No. I know you don't. All right. I'm 23 years old and recently moved home from college to pursue other options. When I got back home in January, I had no choice but to live with my parents for the time being. But I was determined to get out of their home. Okay. My best friend of over 13 years has two children but was in the same dilemma, so I thought that it would be a great idea for us to become roomies. We found an apartment together, but since she has a record, she couldn't be placed on the lease, so I put the lease in my name. Damn. <clears throat> Just for the record, this is oh the boy. point where I knew that whatever else was about to yeah, happen was a mm, bad idea. Right, I'm there. Shortly after we moved in, she informed me that she had recently quit her job due to drama and some other bullshit as What? Excuse. 
But she assured me that she had money saved up to cover rent and things. Ain't she the one with two kids? Um, yes. The roommate has two kids. <laughs> and just quit her job. Because of drama. Because of drama. Work. On March 25th, I asked her about her half of the April rent, and she told me, I thought you were covering it since you owe me $600. <laughs> this is my first time even hearing that I owed her money because I damn sure don't remember borrowing it, but I let that shit slide, and I came <laughs> up with the rent. She is shot out. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now May 1st is coming around, and she has still yet to find a job every time i ask her about a bill she has an excuse every job she gets offered she has to turn down due to her not being able to find anyone to watch her four-year-old she applied for daycare assistance since both of her baby daddies are true fuck boys but in the meantime she sleeps in stays in the house all day and hangs with her friends one day i even came home in whose house the house One day I even came home to her and her friends smoking my motherfucking green without even asking. Oh, she's got to get out. That was in all caps. She has to get out. She says she's going to become a dancer to help ends meet, but I still have yet to see a sense of urgency to get some goddamn bills paid. I have two jobs and I go to work every day and now I have no social life since I'm supporting two kids and another grown ass human being. I have been super sensitive with this subject because she says she's trying and it's hard on her, but how should I let her know that there is no more time and it is now Amanda fucking Tory that she finds a job and stop pulling her like weight financially i don't want to make her feel like a bum or ruin our, ruin our friendship p.s I mean, well, the comcast bill is due soon and i was considering taking the cable box out her room since it's clearly a luxury she, she got cable too is that too much <clears throat> all right tangela thanks for your letter what else you do rub her pussy and plan <laughs> like what the fuck she i don't think i've ever heard Can you react to a letter like this girl She's got to get the fuck out. <laughs> Flat out. Well. She's got to go. This she, is the thing. You can definitely put her out. and Dose have got to leave. <laughs> because you can't. First of all, you have two children. And you yeah. quit your job for drama. I need that to be specified. Yeah. Because that doesn't make That's any sense. That's not going to. It sounds like her parents were saying, as long as you live in our house, you have to have a job. And then as soon as she got you to sign a lease, she was like, fuck that. And quit working. Like, I quit because a job who signs a lease? Once. Who signs a lease and then quits a job? That just is like the exact. Over drama. I mean. Listen, I completely understand a dramatic ass workplace that you don't want to go to, but bills is real. And if you don't have any savings and you have two fucking kids, how do you just quit your job, girl? What? So you just quit your job knowing you have children and no income coming in and when no I quit financial my assistance? Job over drama, I was 19 years old. I had nary a dependent. So, <laughs> right. And I lived with my mama. So it was no big deal for I don't you to understand be like, you sign a lease with two babies talking about, oh, Traumatic. <laughs> I ain't coming back. Like what? And then you out the house yeah. drinking this bitch's Tropicana and smoking her goddamn weed with your friends. Now listen, it's girl. Now I want. I'm. I'm gonna tell you this. You a whole lot better than me because on March 25th, when she told me she didn't have to rent, I would have been like, well, luckily only one name is on the lease so feel free to take these next six days to pack up your shit and move back in with your mammy and I pappy because i can see right now 
as long as I'm going to have to be the one paying all the rent, then I might as well be the only one living here. Like, girl. It's, that may as well be it. That might as well be it. Because clearly, girl, come on. April rent came around and bitch didn't have it. And now May is coming up and she still don't have it. What do you think is going to happen in June, sis? I'll wait. In the words of Martin Payne, everybody on this side of the apartment needs to move to the outside of the apartment. <laughs> Because you have lost your whole mind. She's got to go. Now, but see, but it was one thing if you wanted to be nice, I guess, and just let her stay there for free and run up your bills and eat up your groceries. And if that's one thing if you want to be that kind. But to come home and the bitch is smoking your weed, that's where I cross the fucking line. I don't even know if Jesus got that much grace in my It mercy. ain't no way in hell you going to smoke up my weed. I'm paying all the rent, all the utilities, all the cable. I'm buying all the groceries because I'm the only one with some fucking income in this entire fucking household. And you and some other bitch with no job are smoking my weed? Weed is the only thing keeping me from knocking you in your motherfucking teeth every night. Bitch, are you fucking serious? Get out. She got to get out your house, dog. And it's not even some cruelty shit. She just needs to get her shit together. She's clearly not in a place where she can afford to even have a roommate. Like she's because without a job, you just don't have it. And so you need to go back home and stay with your mom and daddy until you get your shit together. And then maybe you can consider moving out of your mom and daddy's house. But until then, she needs to get out of your house where she is running up all of your bills and you are paying all the rent. Maybe you will be a lot happier when you come home every day to your own place because i mean girl honestly dead ass as long as you're the only one writing checks in that house you might as well be the only one staying there and reap all the benefits of living by your goddamn self there's that because if you sitting around hoping wishing waiting for her to get a job and come up with half the rent and half the bills all you're gonna do is end up pissed as month by month goes by and you're the only one taking care of shit in that house you're gonna grow ass out and find somebody who will pay the damn rent. you already resent her it's going to get that much worse if it continues like this like she has to get her shit together but she needs to do that outside of your house girl you, BBCC, Penny, all y'all gotta go. <laughs> you and your whole clique, girl. Everybody who came in here with you and all y'all shit. Y'all got to pack it up and go back to your mammy house because I ain't got time for this shit right here. Is that it? Yes, that's it for the questions. <laughs> Send yours to asktheread at gmail.com and we'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to welcome a brand new sponsor to The Read this week. It's Fracture, an awesome company that prints your photos right onto glass. So listen, it's super easy. You just send them a photo and they mount it onto a piece of glass that you can hang on your wall. It comes with all the things that you need to mount it, screws and the like. And it's really, really cool. It's like if you were to have an iPad and you just hang it up on the wall or whatever. If you want a picture of your dog or your ex-fuck boy that you want to, you know... Like, set it on fire. Well, don't set it on fire, but put it up somewhere really nice and pretty. It's really cool. Yes. So, Fracture is a great gift idea. It's so unique and modern. You get to share an experience with your family and friends, but it's also just, like, a gorgeous package right there. And this is the type of season where graduations are coming up, Mother's Day is coming up, so everybody's looking for great gifts, and nothing could be better than a Fracture. Head on over to Fracture.me. That's F R A C. T U R E dot M E to get 50% off with code the read. Each fracture is hand assembled and checked for quality by their small team in Gainesville, Florida. So you can rest assured that your order is going to be great. Again, head to fracture dot me to check it out online and get 15% off with code the read. 
Yes, go and get your tumbler on. It's super awesome, and I can't wait to see. What I can't come up with. wait to send some fractures to family yeah. and friends. Like this is going to be so dope. I love it. This episode is brought to you by the amazing folks over at Bevel, the first and only shaving system created for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin i talk about bevel all the time i talk about how impressed i am with the product comes with everything you need right in there a beautiful like an irobot style like razor <laughs> it's really cool straight razor that keeps me either smooth or nice and shaped up i don't have to worry about my skin being irritated i don't have to worry about those dreaded keisha cole ass razor bumps everything is just nice and adult and smooth and just the way that I like it to be. So Bevel is an awesome product, and Chris is going to tell you more about it. Yeah, I actually purchased the Bevel to give as a gift to my brother, and he tells me all the time how much he loves it and that the shave is so fantastic. He doesn't really have a problem with stubble or razor bumps anymore. So if Kid Fury likes it and my brother likes it, I'm sure the man in your life will, the man in your life or will men. like it too. Whomever, Bye, right? Maybe you have a bunch of men in your life. No judgment over here. To check out Bevel, visit. Get bevel.com today and use code the read to get 20% off your first month. It's time for a better shave with Bevel and the read. And now let's wrap the show up. Okay, so it's time for the read now. Yes, it is. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. I don't have a big crazy read this week if that's what you're thinking because I'm really over. Like, I'm not over, you know, all of the terrible shit that's happening. But at a certain point, I have to cut myself off from the details of everything because I'll just start to go crazy. So I don't have some big, if you think I have some big amen, hallelujah, read this week. I don't. So, oh, so now I can go first. Look at your ass. No, I'm just saying if you want to go. No, I don't care. You can go first. It's whatever. It's just letting you know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because I know how you do. So, <clears throat> this is kind of still about racism, but it's. I wanted to take a different approach. So, this weekend, you know, Sante, you know, we were talking about, um, we're going to, well, let me be quiet, but we were talking about going to Philly I this know weekend. where y'all are going, yeah. Um, I think they're having, like, their pride or something out there this weekend, like, black pride. And a couple of us talking about going. And so I saw this conversation while looking up, like, Philly. Because I've only been to Philly maybe once or twice. Mm-hmm. I was, like, I saw this conversation that I've actually seen a few times. And it was a white guy basically saying that, you know, he experiences when he goes to, you know, this particular club. I don't know the name of it. But, like, basically saying that... You know, if you like going to a place where you'll be made to feel, like, ugly or, you know, it's racist because no guys ever want to talk to him at these parties or it's like he always goes and strikes out and none of the guys want to dance with them or, wow, no, whatever the fuck. They don't, you know, feel like Julia Stiles. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I've just found that there are, like, a lot of white male gays. I don't know if this really happens in other sexualities, because I'm not (laughs) sure. But I've just noticed that I hear a lot of white guys always want to talk about how they don't want to go to the black party or they don't want to do whatever. Sweaty black Because night. they don't want to do sweaty black guy night because whenever they go, niggas don't want to talk to them. So, here's <laughs> the problem with that. Oh, like, okay. 
Because every single time if I've gone to Providence, XL, Stage 48, whatever, you know, wherever the... <laughs> the who? Whatever the H&Ms are at. And I'm there too. <laughs> Bitch. No shade because H&M holds down. You know, I've done... With, yes. A multitude of tops. All kinds of tops. Listen, when I need my basics, I'm in there. So... <laughs> okay. Yeah, like when I go to like these parties, there's always the one white gay in his 30s, 40s, sipping like an amaretto sour by the bar, just looking weird. Mm -hmm. Like every single time. I'm not saying this is you, but there's just always like at these these functions where there are probably, you know, it's mostly black and Latino guys. Mm -hmm. There'll always be like one or two white guys in there that are clearly looking for some black dick and <laughs> are gonna strike out. No, for real. That really happens. Because yes, like wow. there are so many white Gross. gays that fetishize black guys. And I mean white women do it too. No shade like all oh, race. No, like they're know. like, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? But it's this idea that like black guys all have these you know monstrous <laughs> suge knight size dicks <laughs> and they are just going to tear you to pieces i don't know it's like yes. this even niggas have like uh, a struggle i think with like this thug fetish shit but yeah. like i just find it really ridiculous that like there's so many white guys who will complain about not wanting to go to a white club or bar or gym or or i don't know restaurant any fucking park i don't know park wherever <laughs> because whenever they go there the niggas don't want to hit on them news flash if you go to a black function sizzle <laughs> whatever most of the time the reason that there are mostly black and latin guys there because that's what they are into you know what i'm saying right. like they're going to that function because they want to be first of all almost every race dates within their race like and i don't think that that makes you racist you I think it's normal for you to be attracted to people, you know, that you share cultural perspectives and ideas and whatever with. And it doesn't mean I also don't believe that if you date outside of your race that you don't love yourself because a lot of niggas and other races feel like, you know, oh, well, if you date a white guy or a black girl or whatever, that you must feel some kind of way. You must feel conflicted about who you are. I don't feel that way either. But you can't say that it's racist that niggas don't want to fucking talk to you at a party when they're, they're par a Negro party. Like, they came here to hear fuck up some commas and dance with their fellow blacks. They're people of color. Like, or maybe you just struck the fuck out, homie. Like, oh, well. Like, I just feel, I've, I've seen so many conversations online. Like, here and there, at least, from white guys. And I've even had, like, white guys in my face complain about how they never get chosen at black parties. Like, girl, I've gone to the splashes and all of these white functions and y'all hoes never looking at me either. I just don't care. You know, it's like, nobody steps to me. I don't guess, like, plain people don't step to me when I go to black parties either. But you came here, like, also, keep in mind, it's a club or a bar or a lounge or whatever, like, 
a lot of people came here to fucking boogie. Like, <laughs> some niggas came here to dance or show off their new shoes with the studs in them or whatever. People came high and came to have a good time. Maybe nobody was just checking for you. You came girl. for some dick because you <laughs> you came to the ghetto or wherever the fuck because you wanted some melanin to lay your motherfucking ass out. And it's not going to happen because nobody's looking for that for you. Mm-hmm. Like, at the very least, maybe we should go to a function that's more mixy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't go to Sizzle. Go to the regular ass <laughs> pride where it's white, black, Asian, all kinds of colors up in there and maybe you'll get better. But you can't go to where they're fucking playing Cheddar to Connect or fucking like Whoa. like whoever the fuck these new niggas are. Vic Mensa. I don't know who it Okay. You can't go to these fucking <laughs> hip hop parties that are like nothing but true religion jeans and here you are in your fucking pleated cold water creek pants. <laughs> And you wonder why Bitch, Jerome doesn't want to fuck you. Like, the thirst is so fucking real. Mm-hmm. It's actually uncomfortable. Like, just stop. Like Move the whole that sense of entitlement that you can just show up at a party and somebody owes you, like, conversation. Don't it's nobody owe oh, We're not on the clock, bitch. White mentality of just, <laughs> I'm here and I Demand was attention. told that I can just <laughs> yes. have what I want. I, I want Pinot Noir. <laughs> Pinot Noir. Rosembar. <laughs> Okay, anyway. No. I just find it annoying as fuck when white people will be complaining about it. Like, and I say that maybe it's only white gays because, like, everybody else. I don't... <laughs> because... Who else does niggas that? Niggas shortly go and try and pick up white girls, but they don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and when white girls go to black clubs and be trying to find niggas, they don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> white guys ain't never trying to pick up no black girls. And so... And black girls... Ain't never tra- so I feel like it's just these white ga- and gay guys are just like libido out you know through the roof and I'm totally committed to being a hoe this year yeah. so fine yeah me too but you know I just feel like cut the shit girl like you right. can't come to our motherfucking parties and then be pressed because you the one white nigga in here and nobody <laughs> wants to flex time to have sex with your motherfucking ass girl go home go home and watch some dog pound USA Okay. <laughs> you I are a mess. I literally Some came up with that USA. in the lobby. Okay. Like, I, that was my, because I had nothing. All right. All righty. So my read this week is um just, a, it's also about white entitlement, much like yours, and okay. how it manifests itself in daily life, and how it just sort of seems like there's this segment of the white population. They live in flyover states. They stand for Facebook and American Idol. <laughs> like they, they're they're kind of racist, but they don't really want everybody to know it. Anyway, there's this group of people who just sort of feel like celebrities and everything they do are open for like like celebrities' lives are meant to be modeled in such a way that their children have a role model. Like these people feel like. The celebrities are supposed to live their lives the way they dictate or do things in a certain way so that their children, you know, are edified by this shit. Like they want Nicki Minaj and Beyonce and Rihanna and Jay-Z and all these different people to basically be parents 
in their place. And I'm here to tell you today that nobody is responsible for raising your bratty ass, ugly ass children except you. Okay? You just need, this is a fact of life. Nobody wants your fuck ass kids. You don't even want your fuck ass kids. Nobody for damn sure wants to assume responsibility of your kids. If you don't want to take the goddamn time out of your day to monitor what your children are doing and who they're listening to and who they're hanging around and what's on their fucking phone and what's in their backpack and what's going on in school and how they're feeling emotionally. If you do not want to take the fucking time out to parent, I don't know how you can decide to put it out your mouth that Beyonce or Nicki Minaj needs to put some clothes on or cover up because your kid can't bear to see some thighs or ass on ABC. Like, whose responsibility is it really to make sure that your children grow up the way you want them to? How the fuck is that Rihanna's job? It's not... Justin Timberlake or Madonna whose bitch ass I can't even stand or any other random celebrity's job to make sure your kids grow up with the values and morals that you fucking cherish or hold dear bitch if you don't want your kids watching inappropriate content then maybe you need to take away the television from their room or limit their access on the computer or take away their cell phone or do any other methods of parenting that are available to you because that is on fucking you it is not anybody else's job to live their life in a way that is pleasing to you or your kid okay. newsflash bitch we don't all agree on the same shit we don't we're not all the same religion we're not all the same income we don't all have the same views we don't all give a shit about the same things girl maybe you don't want your kids to ever be around cigarette smoke maybe you don't want them to have crayons maybe you don't believe in public school like bitch it could be anything nobody is in charge of what you're doing with those fuck ass kids day in and day out but you girl so stop blaming everybody else for what your kid is exposed to or how they turn out or the decisions that they make when the onus is on you to do something with that motherfucker that is your baby it is your job it is up to you what that kid fucking does it is up to you what that kid sees now Obviously, at a certain point, at a certain age, your kids are going to consume media or go off and do whatever the fuck they want to. Those are teenagers. Those are mobile mini adults. Like, I'm not saying that you have the same control over a 16 year old as you do over a six year old. But don't whine on Facebook about how your precious eight year old daughter saw Beyonce performing at the Grammys. And now you have to explain sex to her like, bitch, if you saw Beyonce on the Grammys and you didn't want your kid to see it, why the fuck didn't you turn it off? This is your goddamn responsibility don't ask nobody else to parent your bitch ass kids well you know and that's my read this week white people are used to black i just don't get that like how do you feel <laughs> you just had to you just could not even help yourself feel like a lot of their grandmothers didn't take care of their mamas <laughs> black i mean dead ass my grandma was a maid in a white woman's house like absolutely was and that was her job i like, think my grandmother was is still a, no i think she just recently retired because the last white lady that she was taking care of died like that was that was not some far back thing and that was some other shit like y'all seem to don't get me started on no deep shit like that don't give me i don't let me go down this road. oh no i'm just saying no right no i'm not about to go all there but it's just like girl the 
the fact that you feel entitled to other people's lives like how do you really feel like you have the audacity to tell somebody else what they should or should not do what their image should be what their music should sound like anything about their fucking lives like how do you even feel fake that entitled outrage. in the first place how do you fake outrage girl it's just something to be mad about like it's just who is responsible for your fucking kids but you who who the fuck you see, I ain't got nothing. I mean, and if I do... Because I like to get high and mind my business. <laughs> okay, talk about my favorite fucking hobbies. I'm just saying, quit asking the rest of the world to take care of your fucking kids and do it your damn self. Well, that's the read. If you want your kids to be in front of the Bible all the time, then put the Bible in front of them. Hell. Yeah, like my mama did. <laughs> just saying, like, ugh. Anyway, yes, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Make sure you check out our website at thisistheread.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at This Is The Read. And, oh, yeah, Instagram, too. What else, Skip Fury? Um, Cleveland, we're coming your way in early May. You can check out all of our live shows at thereadlive.com. Cleveland, Chicago, L.A. Um, yeah, also, The Green Experiment. On YouTube, we just dropped our 420 episode, which was fun. Um, we played Mortal Kombat. It was not fun. It was graphic. I spent two hours staring at my phone because I was so disgusted by that game and the things that they put in it. Like, I and I was telling you, I really feel like they need a button to where you could turn off the blood and guts on that game. So that it could be Tekken? That's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's just disgusting. Like, it's graphic as hell. It That's doesn't have to point. be that nasty. Mm. Well, so anyway, they had fun but playing hey, that. I don't have no goddamn kids. You don't, so you can play whatever graphic bullshit you want to. Also, uh, coming soon on my YouTube, I'm doing a show called Neon. Oh yeah, I spoke about it briefly to all well, yesterday, and yeah, it's just gonna be a show me doing some sharing, or uh, I don't know, sharing some video game reviews footage. Talking about a whole bunch of nerd shit. Oh, neon stands for nerdy electronic online nigga. Oh. <laughs> you did not put nigga in your acronym. Negro, you know, for the sensitive. Oh, my God. What have I okay. Neighbor. Okay. Neighbor. I like that. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Just um, not put nigga in your fucking acronym. Do what the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm so sick of your ass. So, you know, that's coming soon. She yes. lots of fun for nerds. I know there are plenty of black, Latino, whatever people that just love anime and nerdy shit and maybe don't have friends that get it. So, I'll be your friend that gets it. Yeah, me too. Uh, You didn't get the difference between Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. I did. As classic somebody, games. Classics. I'm just saying, it's easy to get classics Classic. mixed up. Six. Yeah, okay. I mean, so it's a lot of classic things you don't know. If you bring up football, I swear to God. <laughs> right. Like, okay. Thanks. Fine, okay. man. So. Anything else or are we done? I would just like to wrap up the show with a brief. No, I'm not going to shower. Yeah, sure you're not. Just a brief monologue. I just want to say that I don't care what a bitch think or how I feel. Because ain't nan when you hoes paying my bills. 
And ain't near one of you hoes finna get me a crib. And ain't near one of you hoes finna buy me a whip. I know I must make a lot of y'all hoes sick. And all I can say is, ho, get used to it, bitch. Cause Miss Trina's the baddest as it fucking get. Let's give a real quick shout out to um Trina. Trina appreciates right. you day too is gonna be sometime soon. We need to do that, yes. Hopefully, the we girls can get tried fresh to come, to come her talking about that she was pregnant because you know she wore a dress that may not have been too flattering to the midsection oh. and bitches was trying to be funny or cute or whatever but that's fine because Trina is the most consistent woman in hip hop Trina reps Miami all goddamn day okay. Trina ain't worried about no motherfucking Kardashian and guess what Trina can do a couple of motherfucking squats crunches whatever the fuck and lose that weight and she'll still be the baddest bitch still running over bitches still fucking over niggas your husband your boyfriend I don't see none of them niggas Katrina Laverne Taylor I'm out